Well, greetings and salutations, Elseworld citizens. Once again, it is time for the final episode of the Elseworld Citizen Podcast for Season 2. It has been an amazing journey. And yes, of course, we're recording out of order because it is not Wednesday, it's Friday. Um, I figured, why not end it right before the weekend? That way, you guys can enjoy your last week before school or before your work picks up back again because all of us really, truly start to get busy at in mid-August into the end of August. So I felt it was due time to put a final chapter, a final bookmark in it for season two and give us some time to reflect, to think on all the great comics, all the great movies, all the great content that we've explored over this last year and look forward to what's to come in season three of the Elseworlds Citizen Podcast and in the new year. And so, guys, uh, I don't have much to talk about other than really just reflecting on the show and reflecting on what we've talked about a lot. And I'm really so, again, so thankful to all of you for listening over these last two years. It has been incredible to see where the show's come how far the show's come, excuse me, and uh, what just looking ahead at what I have planned for you guys, I'm really excited to bring you guys all new content, new styles, new concepts. And as always, the show's going to constantly change, you know? The, the structure will slowly develop and change over time because for me, it would behoove me to not design the show in the same manner as the concept of Elseworlds, the concept of Black Label or DC Inc. or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's it, it, would, it would be wrong of me to keep the same structure all throughout each season. So each so it's been something that I've thought long and hard about. It's something that I've kind of d- uh, done some notes and sketches for concept art and even uh, new logos. And it just, it, it really did dawn on me that uh, each season needs to feel different. It needs to feel new and fresh. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be on hiatus for exactly one week. We will officially begin season three on August 12th. That's Monday, August 12th. It is back to school for most people, especially here in the Florida area. So I'm hoping that as you go back to work or go back to school, you're able to pick up the Elseworlds Citizen podcast along the way, and it'll help get you through your day, as well as open you up to new comics and new stories and new ideas. And as always, keeping an Elseworlds state of mind, an open mind to new stories and new ideas. And I, I myself have changed. My comic book taste has changed a lot since I started this show, and it, it is constantly changing. I am constantly looking backward and saying, what can I read, what can I share that is different, that is new, or is unlike anything I've shared before, and I'm really, I'm really starting to lean into that. Uh, big thing right now, though, um, because it technically is the last episode, and we covered a lot of Marvel recently, I wanted to lean into DC, uh, we have the second chapter of uh, of the um, Batman: The Last Night on Earth. 
Uh, part two of the three-issue miniseries just dropped this week, so if you're interested, go seek that out. I'm waiting for the third and final one to drop and then to buy it as a collection um, because I, I like being able to read a story start to finish. I don't I do not like like the weekly monthly design. Uh, to me to me it just even though it's entertaining for some of us readers, I always like to be able to appreciate a story in the moment for what it is, open, shut, and then move on to the next story and then that way when I continue to explore new books as people come to me or as I talk about it on the shows, I can recommend stories to you guys that I've I've read to to the full extent. I've explored all the art, I've explored all the dialogue, I've looked at character designs and character motivations and I I want to be able to share stories with you that I enjoy and that I know you might enjoy as well. Um, and I always want to make sure that it's books that you can introduce to new readers and that you can introduce to your friends who may not be the biggest comic book fans because it has always been my belief that comic books are the gateway drug to new creative sides to all of us because you can read a lot of books. You can you can read as many books as you like, whether they are historical, fictional, novels, um, you know, journals, what what have you. But one thing that will always be the same is you are always painting the picture through your own mind. And while that is great and you should continue to do that, it, there is something to be said about the way graphic novels and comics allow you to develop a new sense of the world, a new picture of how these characters interact, how they smile, how they laugh. Because it, we all, I think we all tend to paint everything with a very specific brush or, or we wear specific rose-colored glasses that paint the world in the way we want to see it. And I think comics are the great middle ground where we, we still are building this world as we read it, but at the same time, we're getting hints, we're getting thoughts, we're getting images that we may not have seen before. Because if you're a comic book reader like me, you read the dialogue first. I always read the dialogue first, and then I look at the pictures. So for me, I'm hearing the characters in my head first, just through the dialogue. And then I look at the picture. And then based on the way the character stands, the way the character's eyes look, the way they smile or scowl or, you know, frown, it changes how I hear that dialogue. All of a sudden now I go, oh, okay, I wasn't thinking of it like that, but they drew them, they're not as happy saying that piece of dialogue, or they, they don't look as confident. That changes how I hear the dialogue, and that changes how the story progresses for me. And, and we can always, and, and with, I think with books, it's the same way. It's the reason why I love uh, listening to the audiobooks on Audible. Because for me, then, it allows me to hear the world and piece it together closer to what the writer uh, envisioned for it. Or, and for comics, it's more about, you know, what the artist envisioned for it. It's this amalgamation of two 
two creative minds. And that's the beauty that I have, uh, the, the beauty of comics. And that's why I love them so much because it's, it's that collaboration of, of two people. With books, a lot of times, it can be more than one person, but many times it's coming from one perspective. And, and it, it's, a, it's a collaboration more of the writer and the reader rather than a writer and an artist. And I think there's just, there's more world building, there's more life brought to a story when you have the images and the colors to go by. It just gives you, it gives you that next step of, even though you might not know it at the time, someone has drawn this for your entertainment, but also for your enrichment as a reader and as a fan of these comics. And it just, to me, it just holds even more weight to it um, and more value. So that's my little rant there. Uh, <laughs> um, we have, uh, we've had a lot of news dropping about castings and so forth, and I'm not going to go into much of that right now. What I w really want to talk about is the current creative state of, um, of comics and how I think, I think, I do truly think that DC is finally, um, going down the right path. Whether it's the movies, the streaming service, or the comics, I think DC as a whole and Warner Brothers have have finally they finally found and understand where they do their best work and where their art where their writers and artists do their best work, and that is these unique pocket uh, elseworld concepts that are all taking place at the same time, and yet. They are not tethered to one another. They're not tethered to a past canon, and they're allowing their writers to run wild and free. And for me, that means so much to me because it means that there's more books that are going to be coming out that I can enjoy, I can share with you all, that will have a bigger impact, I think, on our culture as comic book fans. Marvel right now is is very streamlined. It's very grand, though. Um, War of the Realms is massive, and it's going to be one hell of a book to buy. Like, that thing's going to be heavy. By the time they're done with War of the Realms, it is going to be one hefty book, especially if it's an omnibus. I, I, don't, I don't see it as anything else. I don't know how they can do volumes. you got to buy it as an omnibus. Omnibus, excuse me. English, Tom. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's just it's interesting to see the night and day aspects of of the of the stories, especially when we have such an incredible leader of Kevin Feige in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and how it's going to be tying in to the multiverse and so forth. It's it's an exciting time to be a comic book fan, regardless of what side you lean towards. Um, and what a great year it was for Spider Man. We had so much Spider Man uh, in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. Uh, just a great two years of to be a Spider-Man fan um, in so much of media and pop culture and movies and comics. It just it was a great year for Spider-Man. What can I say? Um, and what a great couple of years it's going to be coming up. We have so many films coming out that are 
so unique and so different and are going to test us. They're going to challenge us as fans. Um, and I think it's going to be more, even more important for me to emphasize the Elseworlds state of mind for everyone that listens on this show. Um, for those of you who might be just coming in on this episode, as I finish up, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about the Elseworlds state of mind. So, you know, in in this current culture that we are, this pop culture, we have a darker side to our fan base that tends to be the loudest. It tends to be the most prevalent in media, unfortunately, because it gain, it, it gains the most attention. Um, it gets the clicks. And that is the group of, uh, of our fandom that is very much uh, determined to say that the movies can only be good if they are exactly the way the comics were made. Um, they need to be page by page, panel by panel, accurate. And I, and it's, I, I, I always find it interesting that, you know, we really, in, as close as possible, we do have that right now in Marvel. Feige has done an amazing job of giving the fans comic book accurate characters in comic book accurate timelines. Uh, similar story arcs, but that are deviating from the original content just enough to make it feel new, fresh, but still familiar to us all. And I think that it is a successful business model, but I think that it's important for us, those of us that are on the DC side or those of us that are just comic book fans in general, I think it's important for us all to always sit back and go, that was great. It's something safe and fun for me to watch because it is Disney. Um, but I think it's important that we push ourselves out of our comfort zones, especially when it comes to the content we absorb. Because if all we do is spend our money on the same things over and over and over again, all we're saying to the corporations and the companies that help these artists make this content, all we're telling them is make the same stuff over and over again. Um, you know, uh, just going outside of comic books real quickly, everyone always asks, you know, they're always so baffled. Why are they remaking all these old Disney classics? Because it makes money. All you got to do is look at the DVD sales. Disney designed this they, they had this plan in place for a while, and the, their, their testing ground is the vault, the Disney vault. The vault is the concept of, you know, they, they, they re kind of recreate or uh, refurbish old Disney animated films, and then they sell them on Blu-ray and DVD. And over the last decade, that whole step of refurbish, resell, that, that was their testing ground. They wanted to see how many people are going to buy the refurbished versions of these films. Is there enough of a market still for it? And the answer, of course, is yes. And because of that, because a lot of us spent all that money on all of these refurbished Disney films, because of that, it was a clear sign to Disney to say, all right. Let's make Cinderella. Let's make Maleficent. Let's make Snow White. Let's make 
Lion King. Let's make Aladdin. Let's make Little Mermaid. Let's do it. Let's go. We're going to lean into it. Let's make Lady and the Tramp. You know, like they they knew what they were doing. And, and I think it it's important that we as ad- young adults or, you know, if you're a teenager, if you're in your 16 to 18 range, even you have an impact on the you, the younger generations. And it all comes down to the content that you share. And I think it's important that when you have a younger sister or a younger brother or someone someone who's kind of leaning over your shoulder and is interested in the books that you're reading, of course, be mindful. If it's too much mature content for them, don't share it. But if they're interested in what you are watching or what you are reading, share it with them. Now, I mean, I'll be right up front with you you guys, you know? I I didn't always do that. I wasn't the best older brother, and I got a little selfish. I got a little greedy, and I wanted to keep all my comic books and my books to myself. And, um, and you know, that wasn't always the best choice. That wasn't the best option because, you know, that could have been a moment that you that I could have shared with, with my you know with my sibling, and it could have been it could have been a great moment for me. It could have been a great moment for us as a family, where all of a sudden, hey, look, we're interested in comics or we're interested in this book. Let's have conversations about it, you know. And the more you talk about it, the more you are opening up that sibling or that friend or that individual to different unique content. And it allows them to think differently. It allows them to think critically about the content that they're consuming. I mean, not in that, you know, not using those words, but in the books or the movies that they like. And they go, well, maybe I like more than just Disney. Maybe I like more than just Marvel. Maybe I like more than just DC. And they start to explore Different stuff. Like, for instance, for me, Middle West. The Middle West, the comic that I just shared with you all uh, just a couple of weeks back. Um, I was always interested in the art, but the story, when I initially read it, the story kind of put put me off a little. And I was like, I don't know how comfortable I am reading this. But after I read it a second time, I said, you know, you know what? This is an important story. It's an important concept to be told, uh, you know, uh, an important lesson that should be told and explored. And I really do like it. After reading it a second time, I really did like it. And, and that's, the, that's the important part, is that we make sure, excuse me while I adjust my seat, um, it's important that we explore new and different things that might push us out of a comfort zone. Because more than anything, we, want, we are storytellers. All of us. It doesn't matter if we're in engineering or if we're working for the government or if we're, you know, a uh, a teacher or, you know, an instructor somewhere. It doesn't matter what role we have in society. We are all storytellers at the end of the day because at some point in our lives, we are sharing with one another our own stories, someone else's stories, or a story we came up with. And it's important that we create uh, a better vocabulary for ourselves and a, a better mindset that allows us to 
share the appropriate stories with those that want to listen and be able to introduce those same stories to those that don't want to listen. Because it's even more important to make sure that we listen. Even if we don't want to hear it, we need to listen. We need to hear it. And we need to be able to process it and make up in our make up our minds on whether or not we like it or not. But then also be able to understand that the individual who told me that story needed to tell me. And it's our job to listen. We don't have to like it. But I think we do need to listen. And that's the same with comics. We may not like the comics, but we should read as much as we can. Because even if it's one page of one comic, it might speak to you. And it may change your outlook on life, on your day, or your week, or even what you're going to read next. And that, I think, makes all the difference in the end. No matter what you do or how you want to change the world, I think that makes a difference. Because in the end, it opens up your mind and it makes you a better human being. So, with that being said, I want to thank you all again so much for listening to the show this year. It has been one hell of a season, and I cannot wait to start season three with you all. We're going to be changing the structure. We're going to change the runtime a little. And we are also going to make sure that content that I share with you all on this platform is unique, original, and is constantly changing. Um, I didn't do as much indie comics as I wanted to this year, and that's going to change for next year and the year after that. And eventually, hopefully, we'll have our own studio, and I'll have a crew and a team, and we'll be able to produce this show at a level like nobody else has ever seen before. And I, I really I really hope that's the case. I really hope I'm able to create a show that everyone will love and everyone will appreciate. So thank you guys again for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at Citizen. Follow us on Twitter at ElseworldCiv. You can email and write into the show at ElseworldCitizen at gmail.com. That's elseworldcitizen at gmail.com, and I will feature your questions and comments right here on the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to leave a review. It means a lot to us, and it also helps others find this show. And if you listen on Anchor, thank you so much. Please make sure, if you do listen on Anchor, to share it with others. And if you do have a question, you can uh, record your own voice. You can record yourselves asking a question and it'll be featured right here on this show. Thank you guys again. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. If you're about to head into school, I hope you're enjoying your last few free days before battening down the hatches and getting ready for another school year. Remember, it goes faster than you might think. There may be months where it goes slow, but trust me, it is going to fly by. So appreciate all the little moments that you can. My name is TJ Aquilina. Thank you once again, everyone. And as always, have an Elseworld state of mind. And I'll see you in season three. Farewell. Farewell.